How to become an inspirational speaker, a transformative leader, make somewhere the place to be. These answers can only be passed down from one generation to the next through stories. Each story is not a step-by-step -step guide, but rather delivers the principles for success or the intangibles. Tiger Tales is a Toastmasters club from Rochester, New York that started seven years ago. Starting with its founders, this club has produced eloquent orators that have gone on to become this generation of leaders all around the world. Join us in talking with our club's cornerstones, revealing the undefined, the intangibles. Hi everyone, Alex Turner here, the co-host of Intangibles, and we are getting started with our next series, our next conversation, and this one I am really excited about, and I'm here with Xavier. Say hi. Hey, hey. So our next conversation is going to be with Sabor, Sabor Mulberries, and of all of the incredible leaders that we have met through Tiger Tales, Sabor is one of the people of all of the people that I know that I am proudest to know and to have met because, because of his story, he is an incredible leader. And it, you take all that talent and all of, all of his, you take all that talent and all of his skills and that in and of itself is, makes him an incredible person. But, his personal courage to use those talents and skills to accomplish the things that he has accomplished in the setting that he has accomplished it in Afghanistan in the last, over the course of his lifetime is really inspiring. So he himself is inspiring and, and his journey with Tiger Tales is that much more inspiring. Seeing him transform from, you'll get a chance to hear the very first time that we heard from him and on into his his inspiring speeches and the way that he tells his story. It's really incredible. And, and I'm, I'm excited for you all to hear it. Absolutely. And the way that I see it is a lot of the other people, Rob, Liam, Preeti, they were the initial e-board. They set up the whole meeting uh, so that it could run. And at these beginning meetings, Sabor was one of the first guests that comes in and decides to just totally lean into what Tiger Tail's identity is, this vulnerable storytelling, diverse culture. And he just represents it so well. And his growth arc, as you'll see, does amazing job of showing what Tiger Tails is. Absolutely. I love the way that you framed that, that Sabor's growth and his being attracted to the club and growing the way that he did is evidence that that Tiger Tail's DNA was working, that we were able to attract him, that this was something that he wanted to be a part of. That same Tiger Tail's DNA has been attracting people ever since. Agreed. So let's dive in. Let's dive in. So Sabor, how did you get started in Tiger Tails? What led you to our club? That's a complete, like, you know, accidental experience, I can say. So it was summer 2014 while I was attending English classes at RIT. One of our teachers, I, I remember it was our speaking, speaking teacher. 
she recommended me and a couple of other students to, to join Toastmasters. And she said, there is a club called Toastmasters and uh, you should go and attend one of their meetings and then share your experience with the rest of the class, you know, the next day. I, I did not have any idea. Uh, so basically, I, I believe like, you know, for, for many other people, it's like, you know, they, they find the club, they search about it, like, you know, they, they get information, but I did not have any information. I went to this meeting and uh, honestly, I was astonished. It was a completely fascinating experience from the beginning, like, you know, how guests were welcomed and, you know, how the meeting was organized and, you know, how confident speakers were speaking. You know, I was completely amazed by, by, by this uh, whole, you know, the setup of the meeting and the great people out there. So I forgot about the, you know, the assignment that I had that I have to like, you know, write about it. And then I have to go and, and share with the rest of the class. So what I did, you know, immediately after the meeting ended, I, I, I approached Halim and I said, you know, I want to join this club. So what is the process? And the reason for that is for me, I always had this desire to be able to stand in front of audience and speak and share my thoughts and also if, if, if there's any, any event, any activity that I can actually stand and contribute or speak, then this was always my desire. So I think I found, you know, the right place. So that was, the, that was how I introduced to Toastmasters. And from the very first meeting, I was amazed. And I, I can say throughout my stay in, in, in Rochester for, for two years, the, the best place I always wanted to visit was Tiger Tales. Oh, is, is there a particular speech that stands out from those first couple meetings that made you really want to join up and learn to speak? Oh, I believe this was, there was like, you know, two, two uh, speeches, I can say. One was Halim and definitely like, you know, the way he, he, uh, he was like, you know, organizing his speech interacting with audience and um, you know the whole session was so interactive and amazing that that was like you know one of the things like you know I, I wanted to be in that level but there's still a lot for me to learn to reach to that level but but that was one of the one of the speeches and the other one was I believe there was a guest speaker if I can recall it was Kelly she was she was talking about table topics mastering oh, table topics mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know I, I, if i if i remember the name of the guest speaker but it was uh, mastering table table topics so the way she actually recommended how to uh, organize your thoughts in that like you know a few seconds and then respond to a table topic question that was very interesting so these two examples as i said so one was a uh, an organized speech, which was like, you know, prepared speech. And the other one was like, you know, practicing impromptu speeches. These were like, you know, the two things that grasped my attention. And also I was, I, I really uh, wanted to uh, able to speak like, you know. This next clip is an event that Tiger Tales did called Champ Camp, where the reigning District 65 champions, in this case, Kelly Rowland, talked about how she did a amazing table topic and tips that we could use. She calls on Sabor, who was a guest at this meeting, to give a table topic. 
So we'll hear Sabor's table topic followed by a helpful evaluation from Kelly. If you reflected on your last year, what would have been your favorite moment of the last year and why? remembering now it was our the summer meetings when we had the champ camps and so right. Kelly Rowland who had won the the table topics championship came and told taught us all about table topics that that those were really good sessions I, I'm remembering that Corey's evaluation training was so high level that Halim actually had to do it again so here's exactly. here's the actual details like <laughs> on the ground here's the trees Corey taught you all about the forest but you you got to know some trees too <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, 
so yeah, as I, as I said, so after that first session, like, you know, anytime I would attend the meetings, it was Rob giving a speech or if it was like, you know, Corey doing the evaluation and, you know, yourself, Alex, I, I, and, and, and many other um, members and, and our mentors. So I, I was truly amazed, like, you know, each person had a different way of speaking and organizing their thoughts and that was that was a completely different experience and i can say like in one of my best experience in my life was you know joining those masters and especially tiger tales i was uh i was actually watching those camp champ videos this summer because even six years later they're they're just amazing that they got recorded so well and uh we can go back and see them again but in arlene brown's talk you asked a question uh, to her and I thought it was so cool because the question that you asked was, how many speeches does it take for you to give to be inspiring to somebody? And <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember the answer, but Arlene was like, one. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, just one? Are you serious? So, so then my thoughts were, you hear, however you heard that that summer, you go and give your first speech mm -hmm. and I mean, it's a barn burner. Like you, you give it so, so well that I come in for the first Tiger Tales meeting of my life and I hear it and I'm like, I want to be like this guy. Yeah. Do you remember that speech? Yeah, thank you. So first of all, I, 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 I don't think like, you know, having that language barrier, I don't think I, I organize my speech very well. But just one thing that I always wanted to uh, include in my uh, prepared speeches was I wanted to pick a real story, something authentic that I was like, you know, I could actually feel and I could actually share the experience and being authentic with with audience. So that was one of the things that I, I always wanted to do. And I still want to consider that when I give a speech. Uh, that's one of like, you know, I always pick some real examples of like, you know, my, my, uh, my life. The referee asked me, are you ready? Trust me, I said yes! <laughs> the way that all people in the gymnasium, I believe they heard my voice. <laughs> and even my opponent was very scared. <laughs> then the referee said, start. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I opened my eyes. I saw one of my friends giving this expression in a very hilarious way. Great job. <laughs> Life in those days in Afghanistan was not about fun and enjoyment. Rather, the country was occupied by Taliban, a government that people had lost their hope for future. situation was in a, such a way that hundreds and thousands of people have died in every corner of the country. That's one of the things I think you helped contribute to in terms of our club's culture is that importance of authenticity and really being able to feel the story that you're telling and bringing the audience through that. I think for our club with so many English as a second language, so many folks are, are, are learning English that it's all that more important to be able to feel 
what it is that you're saying so that it's almost like the way that a deaf person might be able to lip read if you enunciate really clearly. The word might not be quite the right word, but if your heart is in the right spot, it's almost like we can heart read. <laughs> and that I think is especially true of, of your speeches. And I think that's what made, made that first speech that helped get Xavier into the club, <laughs> that made that speech so, so powerful. And all of your other speeches is just what you were saying about, this is a real story, it's from my life and I'm feeling it here in front of you. Beautiful and it, that continues in our club for sure. Thank you. So yeah, as, as, you, as you pointed out, the, the beauty of uh, our club, uh, Tiger Tales was like, you know, it was a student club. Most of the members were from a diverse culture and, and at the same time, like, you know, different, uh, from different backgrounds. Uh, so we could actually feel more comfortable speaking. Like, like I, I remember I visited a couple of other clubs in, in Rochester and I noticed like, you know, members of those clubs, they were there for years and they were like, you know, very experienced people. So somehow even like, you know, after giving a, a couple of speeches at Tiger Tales, I still did not have that confidence, like, you know, to stand in front of those people and you know, speak. But then in Tiger Tales, as you mentioned, like, you know, we were almost like, you know, all students, all from similar backgrounds and, you know, we were trying to learn. So we had more confidence to, to, to stand and speak. Although like, you know, our club had more members than many other clubs in, in nearby. So yeah, that's, that's one of the areas that I found like, you know, unique about uh, Tiger Tales. Yeah, we certainly represented so many countries in the world. So, so many unique experiences, diversity of, of languages and, and things that people were coming in with as well. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure afterward conversations could be held in like whatever, five or six languages. I know, you know, at least like four or something. <laughs> so, but I think, yeah. I think the draw was a mix of that diversity that people would bring in from their experience, but bringing it in with authenticity. I knew when I heard your speech, what it was like for you to grow up in Afghanistan. Like I could walk in your shoes and live that experience out in your five to seven minutes, which is something that I never got to experience before. I, I didn't know how Afghanis grew up. So that was something amazing. I knew I wanted to hear more as soon as I heard that speech. I was uh, studying at RIT through a Fulbright scholarship. So part of that Fulbright scholarship is uh, I mean, the major goal of that uh, Fulbright scholarship is cultural exchange, I can say, if I, if I, if I use the right term. So they, they want uh, people for, for cultural exchange as well. Like, you know, as you, as you mentioned, uh, if I am from Afghanistan and moving and studying in the United States, I should be able to, to communicate with people in the community and share what we, what we have and, what, you know, and discuss things that we do in Afghanistan, especially like you know, different ceremonies, cultures, events, and everything that we have. But at the same time, I, we should also learn from uh, communities here. So that was also part of uh, our uh, goal. And luckily, as I said, uh, Tiger Tales was not the only place where I could uh, enhance my public speaking skills. But at the same time, this was a good place to, to communicate with people from uh, local 
communities and then learn from uh, from them not only as i said becoming a good communicator but at the same time you know learning cultural uh, aspects as well so this this really it was helpful for me that's so good to hear did you have um a favorite speech that you gave either tiger tales or or a different club while you were in rochester yeah, so I think, uh, as you said, uh, my first speech, somehow, that's my my favorite speech as well. So, uh, because even, uh, like, now that we are speaking, I think an hour ago, I, I texted Sadek, the guy who actually inspired me. So, this, really? this the, the reason for that story being my favorite is, like, you know, mm-hmm. this stayed for with me like you know for for a very long time and you know i'm still learning from that great friend of mine and uh, he is he's the one who always uh, you know guides me and whenever i need anything i actually that he's the first person i share uh, so that's one of my favorite uh, stories that anytime i i give the speech in a new place I also try to um, incorporate the new new things that I learn and I get inspired by this person. I also incorporate that in, in my speech. So that's one of my favorite speeches. And, and I, I believe whenever I give the speech at any setting, I got good feedback. And not only for, uh, you know, the, the content of the speech, but at the same time, like, you know, there are a lot to to be improved, and you know, you know, uh, ways that I could actually share that story in in better ways. So that's one of my favorite speeches. Join us next week as we are back with Sabor, talking about his experience of growth through competition speeches. Additionally, we get into a little bit of what Sabor has been up to after graduating RIT. I cannot wait. See you next time. Personality? Ah! Max power! (laughs) Maybe a 90% humor setting? Can we do that? (laughs) 